ads, you know, something that somebody gives you that's way too long and you've got to reformat it into a 15 or 30 second commercial. Chat GPT is, is your go-to to get that done. So I, I see tons of creative and, and positive uses. Welcome to the Mettler Marketing Podcast, where we will talk about marketing strategies and tactics to grow your practice. I am your host, Linda Mettler, and I have worked with dental practices for several years now, and I want to share my knowledge and experience with you so that you can gain valuable and actionable steps on how to grow your practice. We will talk about the latest and greatest in marketing, feature some guest speakers so that you can hear firsthand what is and is not working, and help you unravel the complexities of the digital marketing world. I work really closely with my clients, so we will also delve into some other issues that affect your practice from time to time, such as staffing problems, COVID protocols, and similar issues. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Linda Mettler, and this is the Mettler Marketing Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on this bright Monday morning or whatever morning you're tuning in. Um, So today I want to talk about, I want to continue our conversation with AI and talk about the the newest tool, the best tool that's out there called ChatGPT and what it can and cannot do for your marketing, for your practice. And this morning I have with me my techno wizard, Ed Bayaranha. Ed, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Well, good morning, Linda. Happy to be here. Thanks for including me. Of course. Ed is an expert. He is my technical go-to expert. Ed comes from a background of web development. And the past few years, he has really become an expert in podcast production and video blogging. I mean, Ed, he's just such a guru and an technical expert. So Ed, I want to want to tap into some of your technical expertise this morning and talk about ChatGPT. So, Sounds good. Yeah, ChatGPT is doing some great things. Yeah, it really is. Um, and, and just a little bit of a background on, on ChatGPT for our listeners is, you know, it's, it's a natural language processing tool. It's driven by AI technology. And it's a little different than a search engine because it, it works on conversation. So you don't just ask it to search something. It's it's not in search and index tool like Google is. Rather, ChatGPT is a conversational tool. So it's it was formed by a company called OpenAI, and it is currently in a research development um, model. So the basic form of ChatGPT is free free to the public, free to anybody. You can have a free account. It does also have a paid subscription account, but you don't really need that. The only difference in it is that it gives you priority access at all times. So on the free account, if everybody's using it at one time, it might not be able to answer your question or or have that conversation with you. You might have to wait a little while. That's basically... What I see is the difference. Do do you see any other difference between those two accounts, Ed? You know, actually, there there is a slight difference in the latest version. Uh, ChatGBT is constantly improving its engine. So um, so right now, I think they're on 3.4. 
but that's not the version that's rendering the free version. Um, uh-huh. So it's still a previous version that's rendering the free version. And they're okay. only doing the latest version on the monthly premium ones. So there, there is a technological lag. So, and my question um, on that then would be, does the current paid subscription have data that goes past 2021? Because I know the current free subscription only can give you, so like if you asked it, you know, who won the World Cup in 2022, it wouldn't know. Yeah, from what I can tell, no, it does not. It uses the same data set. The technology just does different things with the language from the data set. Okay, okay. So I've been using ChatGPT now for a little while, you know, researching, playing around with it. And gosh, from a marketing standpoint, it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, Blog writing. Oh my gosh, it saves hours of time writing blogs. I can ask it questions like, you know, um, what, what are the best foods to eat to reduce bacteria in your mouth? And give me a 500 word essay and it does it in under a minute. Um, it's incredible. Uh, so writing blogs, um, I actually spent some time with it the other day, writing, um, some new content for the homepage of a website, a dental website. I was just amazed at, you know, what it could do for me. Um, I, I asked it to write And I asked it kind of the difference between a corporate-owned dental office and a private practice, a boutique private practice. And I asked asked ChatGPT to highlight some of those differences for me. It was phenomenal, all the information that it gave me. Um, So from a marketing standpoint, this is really a game changer. I really kind of think it's it's almost as big as when the internet was born. Would would, would you agree with that? You know, it is. Um, However... You know, I, I do want to add one caveat. You know, I got a lot of friends that are interested in the fact that I'm really digging deep into chat GBT. And they 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 keep implying that this is going to replace all of the existing marketing out there, that nobody's ever going to need to hire a marketing firm. And and that's just not true. Um, what it's going to do is it's going to replace the virtual assistant or the personal assistants that I would have in my marketing firm or that we would have working for us doing grunt level work. What ChatGBT is, it's a research assistant that you and I talk to on the benefit of our clients. So think of it in this terms. Um, We ask it a question based upon a specific need. And then we can take the answer that it gives us and we can have a conversation with the AI and say, can you rephrase that for a, a soft sale pitch for a woman 35 years old, married, who drives a minivan? That's how scary it is. And it will do it. It will help recraft the language. So where the benefit comes in for having your marketing firm use these kind of tools, uh, dentists, they make their money with hands and teeth. They, right. they, don't, they don't make their money when they're asking their marketing executive how to create copy. 
So we're, right. we're able to have that conversation with the computer and then apply our experience to the answer. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think it's just really a phenomenal tool. Um, and, and you and I have both spent lots and lots of time with it. And yes, I, I love that, um, you know, we can, I think you're right, we can replace our virtual assistant, um, but not, not replace, it's not going to replace everything. You're not going to be able to just sit down and say, do all my marketing for me. You know? No, you still have to have that basis. I'll, I'll give you an example. I was working on some content for a voiceover commercial for a podcast just last week. And uh, the content came to me. I, I gave the specifications. Here's what I need. Because I've got to receive the information from the client initially. And right. what they sent me was way more than we could use. It was longer than the allowable time in the radio commercials is what this particular one was for. So I took the copy that they gave me. I put it into chat GBT and said, rewrite to fit a 30-second spot, and ChatGBT rewrote it. Now, it made a couple of mistakes. I had to correct the mistakes, but it's like a copywriter on staff. I was able to capture the essence of what the client sent us, rewrite it, and create a, a, a presentation that met the essence, and I did it in a fraction of the time. That's awesome. That's all, that's what I love about it is it's the time-saving technique that you can get some quality content in a much short, in a fraction of the time. I mean, I used to just really struggle writing blogs every month for every client. Right. You know, I had to think about in you know all of it and do a ton of research on every single subject and then write it and you know become a writer as well. So, which is not always my forte. So, uh, no, I love that. I love that you can do that, that you can use it um, in that way. So that that's an awesome way to use it. I also think that what the other thing that I really like about it or, you know, that you can do with it is you can ask it the same information, but you can ask it in a couple of different ways and it'll give you, you know, it'll give you not completely different content, but it'll give you the same content from a different perspective. And I do that a lot because then I can, I can kind of meld those together to where what I think is appropriate for the answer. Well, and it, it goes even deeper than that. So one of the most important elements of any marketing presentation is the call to action. And we're always struggling with, is it too strong? Is it too forward? Is it too right. weak? Is it non-existent? Right. So, and what do we want those people to do? Do we want them to, you know, sign up for a form? Do we want them to go to the website? Do we want them to call? The, exactly. The yes. So we can tell chat GBT, strengthen the call to action, and it'll give us new content. Right. We can, we can tell chat GBT, let's focus the call to drive people to the website. Let's make the call to action a website derivative, and it will do that. And, you know, and when we're working with the English language, what happens is we're writing. You're a good writer. You're kind of beating yourself up. You're a good writer. (laughs) The first time, maybe the second time as well, but the third, fourth, fifth iteration, 
that's when we start to get our blinders stuck. That's when we really struggle with the content. And chat GBT, it never gets stuck. We just keep asking it right. for variations and it keeps spitting out variations until we're happy. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I I think it's a great tool. I really do. I like it. I see a lot of great uses for it. Um, you, you know, um, marketing for sure is, is, is my wheelhouse. So, you know, website copy, blogs, social media postings, um, like you said, coming up with ads, you know, something that somebody gives you that's way too long and you've got to reformat it into a 15 or 30 second commercial chat GPT is, is your go-to to get that done. So I, I see tons of creative and, and positive uses for it. Um, but you, you know, you can create an app with it. You can write a cover letter. You can, you know, summarize content. I mean, the list is just unending of the positive things we can do with it. But I want to touch on something you said a few minutes ago. You were talking about um, it, it gave you some content and you had to review it because it gave you a couple of the answers that is that were wrong. And that is where I think people need to pause and pay attention. This is not a perfect tool. It probably will be someday. (laughs) We think of the internet as a fairly perfect tool. Um, And this is huge. I I personally think this is going to be as big as the internet, if not bigger. But you know, right now, I mean, and, and OpenAI, who, who is the creator of ChatGPT, you know, they they put a disclaimer on there. This is in a in a beta format. This is a, in a research format. It's not going to always give you the correct answer or the correct content. And I think if you are using a marketing company, every marketing company is going to embrace this tool and use it every marketing company out there. I I don't care what they tell you they're going to. Um, You know, so I think people need to make sure to review that content. If you're using a marketing company, read that blog every month. I know it's really easy to just, you know, get into that rhythm. I send my clients blogs and, and newsletters for approval. They write me back in about 30 seconds and say, yeah, it looks good, publish it. So I'm not sure they're really reading it. I think they're just trusting that I know what I'm talking about and and that it's good content. But when it comes to using AI, I think especially now in the early stages of it, people need to review that content. So I, I might take it a little bit further, actually. I don't think AI will ever be perfect. I think I think the same as you and I, we use copywriters all the time. And, you know, we send copy to a copywriter, we send instructions to a copywriter, and then they give us copy back. There's always flavors of the copy that's wrong, that doesn't match what our target client uh, goal is, number one. Sometimes the data is just wrong. I mean, even a good copywriter gets it wrong sometimes. And AI is going to make those exact same mistakes. Right. We, we purpose, intent, tone, uh, consistency from previous messaging, all of that has to be taken into consideration. And no right. computer, no matter how smart it is, is going to be able to replace what you and I bring to the table. And that is the long term cohesiveness 
to the overall marketing plan. Right. I agree with you 100%. And that tone, you know, we've got to put in that tone in, into anything that we disseminate on a marketing level that reflects our client's uh, philosophy, that reflects who our client is, you know, that their style, their, their tone of voice, their perspective. And that's, but, you know, that's where you have to have that human interaction and that human uh, piece with chat GPT. Chat GPT is awesome. I think it's really awesome. Um, as I've said about a hundred times this episode, but I definitely want to caution people because it does, you do need that content to reflect your individual practice, your style, your uh, philosophy, your message. Um, so, so you need to have somebody that's able to take that information and, you know, make it, tweak it, edit it, make it, make it reflective of who the message you want to give and what you want it to say and the way you want to say it. So I think as long as people do that, you know, that they realize that it does have limitations and they, you know, use it with that human side, then I think it's going to be a great, great tool. Yeah. Let me, let me share a quick story. I was, I was doing a uh, history narration for uh, an Idaho city. And um, I was having a conversation with ChatGBT just this past weekend. And it it told me that the town was named after an individual. So I I asked the 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 computer, I asked ChatGPT, why did the city of Shelley get named after him? Uh, based upon the person that they originally told me was who it was named after. And here is the response that ChatGBT gave me. I apologize for the confusion earlier. The city of Shelley, Idaho was not named after the poet Pierce Best Shelley. The city was actually named after John F. Shelley. So ChatGBT in the same conversation realized, oops, I made a mistake. Well, if I didn't drill the, the system with further questions, I might have gone with the original publication. And, right. look and, and that would have been, yeah, and that would have been wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would have made my client look bad. Yeah, so, you know, it, we have to spend time with this tool. It's a tool, just like a spell checker. And I can tell you, spell checker really messes me up a lot. <laughs> they'll, they'll change the word and it's like, no, it's really spelled correctly. Do mm-hmm. not rewrite that to the wrong word, please. Yeah. yeah. No, I, that's a really good point. And I could not agree with you more. I mean, you know, it's very, very important. And I think that's, you you know, like you said, you had to have that conversation with the AI, you know, with chat GPT to make sure that it realized it was wrong. And it's a, that tool is so great because it learns, I think, from its mistakes. That's what's so interesting about it. You know, um, and I'm sure we could talk all morning about the pros and cons of of AI and get into a philosophical or even a political discussion. I'm sure there will be many, many, many of those out there on using AI. But, you know, for our purposes, we're keeping it to marketing and how it can make our life easier and better and make make content better for our clients. We just want to make sure that they understand there are limitations and that we do have to review content and make sure that there aren't mistakes. We don't want to 
we don't want to misname um, Idaho in an article because you're right. That would have looked really bad. <laughs> so, well, and, and let me highlight something that's let me highlight something that's kind of important on the con side, because with this tool comes new entries into the marketing marketplace. Now there's one man shops who will enter the market and think that they can become a marketing expert. And, and honestly, they can. But the problem is, is now everybody's going to have new, fresh content. Right. And the overall search engine ranking is now going to suffer. It's going to be harder for us to rank the website for the initial search engine result. Because now everybody's got fresh content and freshness of content is one of the biggest factors. So what we have to look at is we have to program our customers to do searches different ways. We have to look at new ways to reach our customer. And ChatGBT can help us with that. And it's the experienced marketer who knows where to put those new messages. I'll give you an example. The, the 35 to 39-year-old age bracket, especially for women, is really turning out to have a huge benefit with Google Display ad marketing. And not just text-based ads, but audio-based ads on these video games that they're playing that they download for free from Google or from Apple or wherever their cell phone happens to connect. They, they get interrupted to watch a commercial. And that commercial is strategically placed based upon the personality of the person playing the game. And as marketers, we can program our ad to go in the uh, game of that particular person and right. prompt them with the new searches that we need them to complete in order to land on our dentist website and not the competitor's website. Exactly. And so the con of, of chat GBT, yeah, it creates great content and everybody and their brother is going to be doing it. But because of that, we now have to use more traditional marketing means in order to capture that client that we would have gotten otherwise through just an organic SEO process. Right. Which, which just, you know, it's so important for our clients to, you know, really do that strategy to understand who their perfect, you know, customer is, you know, because otherwise we're not going to be able to know, do we, do we need an ad from for 35 to 39 year old women downloading video games? Do we need that audio ad or, you know, are, are you an endodontist? And, you know, doing more restorative work and, and, and looking for people a little older, people 55 and older or 50 and older. So very, very important um, for people to, you know, make sure that they know the demographic of their perfect, their ideal new patient. So, so yeah, but I understand exactly your point is that, you, you know, with everybody using chat GPT um, and creating tons of new content that's going to throw all the search search engine algorithms for a loop absolutely so what what do you think ed have you had a chance to take a look at bard uh google's version of chat gpt i i received an invitation to use bard and i've used it just a little tiny bit um it, it to me it looks like it works very similarly i i don't feel like the 
content I got out of it was quite as robust. Um, but what do you think? I mean, well, I'm thinking yeah, as, as your technologist, yes, I've used it extensively and you're right. It's uh, if I was to use numbers for comparison, chat GBT is graduating high school and Bard is going into the third grade. Okay. Okay. So yeah, Bard has a lot of information, but it, it's very primitive. It's not very thorough. It it's limited in variation, and uh, it's pretty slow right now. So really, G- that, that really surprises me, since Google is you know the king of the internet universe. It surprises me that you know they're still in third grade on this. <laughs> well, but it's it shouldn't because Google doesn't own the content. Ah, true. They own a snapshot of a web page, but they don't actually own the content. OpenAI, they've scoured specifically for the content, and and they're building their database around the intent of the content, where Google hasn't been doing that for search engine results. They're changing, but it's going to take them somewhere between 6 to 18 months to catch up, in my opinion. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I I think you're probably right about that. Um and that's interesting. You're right. Um Google's main main job is not AI. I mean, their main focus is, you know, internet based. So that's that's a good good very good point there. So do you think there are any other um you know, major limitations for chat chat GPT or what uh, right now? You know, chat GPT is kind of the eye candy. It's it's the it's the cool new toy. Yeah. Where the the real power of the tool is actually on the technical back end. Uh, it's it's not really consumer driven yet. Right. Uh, so its limitation is it's really not friendly. It's it's not an environment that is intuitive for the consumer. Where it's going is pretty exciting. What Bing intends to do with ChatGBT as the search engine of the future is super exciting, but that presents challenges for us to prepare for when we are marketing for our client because ChatGBT is going to take, or a AI-driven search engine, is going to take the search results away from multiple options. No longer are we going to get a search result with 10, 20, or 30 options for us to consider. We're going to have a conversation with our search engine, and it's going to give us the best result based upon the conversation. And that's going to take some preparation to make sure that our website is positioned correctly for our future customers. Right. So that that website is what gets shown during that search conversation. You're absolutely Correct. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's definitely going to make, you know, a huge shift in the way marketing works and, and the way, like you say, the way we position all, all of our data, our social media, our websites, everything so that we can stay ranking very high, you know, for those potential new patients. Absolutely. Correct. Absolutely. Right. That's awesome. Ed, thank you so much for your technical expertise this morning. I really appreciate it. And hopefully everybody out there has learned a little more about ChatGPT and 
you know, how we're using it as marketers and, you, you know, our interest in, you know, knowing more about it and using it more and being able to use it in positive ways to help our clients attract the customers and, and potential new patients that they want to see in their practice. Because that's our interest in it is, you know, helping our clients attract new customers, right? So that helps us attract new clients. <laughs> so, uh, but I really appreciate your technical expertise. And I'm sure we will be talking a lot more about this tool and about AI in general. And it's really exciting to see how it's going to evolve and problems it's going to solve and just ways it's going to make life easier and better and also see some of the challenges with it. You know, it's just like when the internet was born, right? A lot, there were all the kinds of, you know, um, people out there that were naysayers, that were conspiracy theorists, that thought the internet was going to ruin us. Um, you know, and there are pros and cons, but we're all still here. We're all using it. We've all adapted. It's been a huge shift in society and how we process information, how we, you know, get and, you know, send and receive information. I mean, I don't think anybody uses the mail anymore. <laughs> um, everything's over the internet, emails, evites. So that was a huge shift. I think AI is going to be a huge shift as well. And there will be other players in the market besides chat GPT eventually. Um, you know, they're the, they're the first, they're in the research, research era. But like you said, they're graduating high school. They're going to be in college, you know, very quickly um, and beyond. But there will be other players in the market. It'll be very much like that, uh, you know, very, very much like when the internet came you know, came into being. Um, and there are a lot of conspiracy theorists out there already with AI. So, but again, that's not, that's not our focus um, in this conversation. That's for another podcast altogether. So for other people to podcast about, I'm not going to get political or philosophical about AI. I'm just going to try to understand it and how to use it in a positive way. A lot like social media. Social media is a really great tool if you use it correctly. And it's a really negative tool if you don't. So I, I see this as being exactly the same. It can be really great. It can be really negative. So anyway, I'm going to stay on the positive track. And thank you again for joining me today. Um, hope everybody out there learned a little bit about ChatGPT. We'll talk about it more in future episodes and i uh, hope everybody has a great day and remember if you want to have a great day you've got to make it a great day are you committed to the growth of your practice mettler marketing can help at mettler marketing we help dental practices gain new patients increase referrals and maximize patient retention with customized marketing solutions tailored to fit your needs visit www.mettlermarketing.com to schedule a free consultation and learn how we can help grow your practice. Thank you for tuning in to the Mettler Marketing Podcast. Please share this episode with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to be a guest on our show, visit MettlerMarketing.com and drop us a note. Remember to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast and help our show reach more listeners.